0: what is up oh, Hype Squad, it's Patricia Hartley, and it's time for your Late Night Hype. On this Tuesday, February the 4th, 2020, and we broadcast it live from the Tech Commons studio here in Orlando, Florida, and this is your Late Night Lineup. Up first, we get to know our beautiful guest co-host, Ms. Stephanie Campbell, from the Multicultural Student Center, and in Hype Squad Chronicles, we give a student advice on developing their professional skills. Plus, we discuss Soledad O'Brien's campus visit, the upcoming Establish Her Summit, the 2020 Super Bowl and how a Texas student is being rewarded for his dreads. Plus our guest shares how an Edenville mural project is changing the community in a positive way. We then wrap it up with our Late Night Hype updates and female empowerment quote of the day. Now please remember that while Late Night Hype focuses on higher education we are in no way affiliated with any college or university including the University of Central Florida but here at Late Night Hype we do encourage all of our listeners to reach higher. And we want you to weigh in, Hype Squad. That's right. Just use our ha- name, hashtag late night hype, and that's night with a K, and follow us on SoundCloud for immediate notifications. Okay, peeps, you know what time it is. Hype Squad, we got to get to know our guest co host. <clears throat> Let me introduce her. <laughs> Stephanie is currently the coordinator for the Multicultural Student Center at the University of Central Florida and is responsible for leading the MSC Executive Board. She is also the creator and co-chair of the Establish Her Summit. When Stephanie is not working on campus, she serves as one of the co-founders of Art of Collab, a collective that creates spaces for local artists of all art mediums. She is a double alumni from the University of Central Florida and currently serves as the coordinator for the UCF MSC, as I stated before for welcome to the show ladies and gentlemen miss stephanie campbell thank you. welcome back again thank you but see this time you come in in a, in a different way like you're a master come on let's talk a little bit about <laughs> let's talk about being a master now because you're a master what would you get your master's in um educational
1: leadership okay so. how was that uh, it was good. I would say the difference between like getting your undergrad and getting your graduate is like with your graduate, it's like more. It challenges your like stamina because I feel like in undergrad, like your degree is like your means to an end. Yeah, but like with graduates, like you're working, you have like different responsibilities. Like yes, school you do. is not like one hundred percent your like soul
0: responsibility yeah focus yeah.
1: and so juggling that with work and just like everything else that i get myself into like it that made it hard
0: yeah you're working as a full-time professional mm-hmm. but then on top of that going to graduate school mm-hmm. that can be a lot because while some of us were in graduate school some of us had graduate assistant positions and uh, having a graduate assistant position is a lot different from actually being a full-time, full-time. Mm-hmm. employee working and then on top of that getting your master's degree so right. i commend you girl thank you i commend you, you. i try <laughs> to take one class and was like, I need a break. I need a break. I do have my master's, but Mm -hmm. I um, would like to continue on, and I'm trying to figure out when the right time in my life is to keep doing that. I'm considering it, but I'm not, like, (gasps) pressing it right now. Really? Are you taking a break? Yes, I am. So you're considering it. it, though? Maybe. Okay, you got to keep me in mind just in case. Because mm-hmm. if you start, I might start, and then maybe that's the start of something big. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I forgot to tell to tell you to remind our audience who you were, but why don't you remind our audience who you are and then where you grew up. Okay. Uh-huh. And then what inspired you to go to college?
1: Okay. Um, so I was born in Brooklyn, but oh. I was raised in Orlando. Okay, BK. Um, so what inspired me to go to college? Um. I just knew... That I wanted to go. I knew that I had to go. Um, growing up, it wasn't like a convert, like, there wasn't a conversation of whether or not going to college would be an issue or um, there would be any like resistance to me like wanting to go or needing to go so it was just kind of like a thing that I knew I had to do I knew it was going to happen yeah um I know like education was like is very big in my family and like all my aunts went to school for something um and so education is very like prevalent in my family so are you a first-gen student? I am a first-gen student. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. But you had relatives
0: that you could speak to about college and the experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then my other question would be, why UCF? Why the University of Central Florida for your undergraduate experience?
1: Because it was close, okay. honestly. Um, but you from BK. What do you mean it's close? Well, I moved from New York to Orlando when I was really young. Okay. So, and it was close. I had initially applied for USF. Um, and then, like, personal stuff at the time happened. I was just like, it was just better off for me to stay close. Yeah,
0: yeah, with your family. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I will admit that I did go
0: away from home. And if I could do some things a little bit different, I mm. would have rethought that process. But
1: I would actually, I if I could go back, I probably would have tested Still going away mm. college. Okay. What is the difference between going away? I know
0: we didn't say we were going to mm. get on this topic, but what what do you think the difference is between going away to college versus being close to home? Because I think what I'm thinking of is the financial part of it yeah. probably more than anything else. Um, but I'm also thinking about where I am in my life right now right. when it comes to student loans and stuff like that. So
1: what do you think the difference is between going away for college and then being close to home? I think, yeah, financials financials is a big difference. But I think the exposure is different. Like hmm. when I talk to other my friends who have, like, most of them all have gone away, even if it was just outside of Orlando. Um, and I feel like I'm the only one that kind of, like, stayed okay. in Orlando. Okay. Um, so just, like, that, like, exposure to, like, get a feel for a new environment, live in a new place, even if it is just for, like, a little bit of time. Like, okay. I feel like that experience is worth it's something. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. Even if... Um even if you do go close to home, I would recommend that you stay on campus. So if you live close like with your family or something like that, I would recommend at least maybe one semester, two semesters um, of just kind of being away from home because you're going to get a different experience living somewhere in a different environment versus when you mm-hmm. live at home. So just because you go close to home doesn't mean that you, you right, I'm at home, but I ain't at home. Right. I got a new home in the home. Okay, you know. You know how that works. Um. So what was your major in college,
1: specifically undergraduate because you told us you graduate. Yeah. What was your major in undergrad, and why sports, exercise, science? Because at the time, I wanted to either go into um, athletic training or into physical therapy. Really, mm-hmm. you sound like you could be like on the nursing. Like,
0: you're, <laughs> like you know, how people be like, people are on the spectrum. You on
1: the spectrum of nursing. It sounds like you was no, almost wanted. To I be was a nurse when doctor. I was at Valencia. Because I was tr- I'm a transfer student. Uh, I was at Valencia. I was considering that. Um, but, I was, but like majority of my my aunts are nurses and stuff like that and I was just like I don't that's right you got caretakers already y'all don't need that in the family you good that's taking care yeah, and then like they all like went through um, like nursing school and talked about the, the like different things that they had to learn and like and I remember like um, working with my aunt and like looking at her like her textbooks and her binders of just like you weren't every, jealous you didn't envy them you didn't say oh my gosh I want
0: to be opening that book and be in know. school okay I'm with you. I'm with you. (laughs) Never, I don't know why, but I never have wanted to be, like, a doctor or Mm -hmm. anything in that field of caring, of, like, being a nurse. If I did go back
1: to school to go into, like, the medical field, I would be an OBGYN. That's sweet.
0: I love um, OBGYN. Shout out to OBGYNs. How did you start working, then, in the field of higher education? Because it sounds like you went to Valencia first. You then transferred, it sounds like, to UCF. Mm -hmm. So, how did you get into the field of actually working in higher ed? Because, it's my understanding, that you was working. It wasn't.
1: It in a, wasn't before you got your degree. Weren't you already working in higher yes, education? Yes, and that's how I got in. Um, so, I guess you know life works in funny ways. So, my first job was working in higher ed. Um, I used to be at the time it was called like a student leader, um, and I worked at Valencia as a student leader leader for the welcome team, and I would like make the IDs and do the campus tours. And so that was like my first job, and I did that for like two years before I transferred over. Um, and then between that, I was working at Victoria's Secret, and then my first and inv- my first and literally only involvement at UCF was the Legacy Program. Yeah. Um, and so I was a part of the program. And because I lived on the other side of town and I worked on the other side of town because I worked at the Victoria's Secret by the outlets, I wasn't always able to be present for all of the like workshops that they would have. Right. But I was I always communicated with the coordinator at the time and she would like, you know, give me updates or give me like other assignments or let me know other things that I can do to still like participate. Um, so then she transitioned out of that role and. Um, Because she had graduated with her master's, and so she was going into um, teaching K through 12. Okay. Um, And so then that position opened up. And at the time, it was a um, OPS student position. It's crazy how, like, a a graduate student was running the legacy program at the time. Um, And so they opened it up, and I applied, and I got the position. Wow. And so that's is how I started higher ed. Yes,
0: yes. I remember, too, because you worked over in the Barbara Yinks Center. Yep. Yeah. I was like, you far. Mm -hmm. I couldn't come talk to you like I wanted to, but that's a good thing for you. Now, this is the second year for the summit, Mm -hmm. going back to the Establish Her Summit. Um, Are you the founder of this event? And if so, what inspired you to begin the Establish Her Summit? Because I know what inspired (laughs) you, but I want you to tell the audience what inspired
1: you. Okay, so what kind of catapulted was Dr. Andrews. She was like, because she like booked, she wanted to do something conference, like she wanted to do something big and we had space available that we booked in the union and so like she came to me and she was just like, do you want to do a conference? And I was like, sure. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll figure it out. And I like doing events. So it's everything, you know. She is very detailed, y'all. I'm on the committee. She is. She don't like <laughs> Stephanie don't be playing. Um, and it took me a while to figure out what I wanted the conference to be about and who I wanted it to serve. But you know me. I'm always going to conferences and especially like women development conferences and stuff like that. And then one day I went to a women's meeting who are they called it's called The Ties That Bind Us it's like a group of like faculty um, staff women of color and we met and it was just us like kicking and talking and stuff like that and like in that setting I was just like I, should, I need, need to do a women's conference yeah and then that's how it was like the light bulb clicked and yeah. so that's con- that's how Establisher came about that's what's up I love it I love <laughs> it I love it um, this is will also be my
0: second year as well being a part of the event yeah what made you want to make it an annual event
1: hmm. I think I wanted something to stick um, I don't want any of the work that I do especially like of this What's the word? I don't know the word of this. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's just very important. It's very, like, I feel like this, like, this is in comparison to, like, the events that um, we do throughout the year on campus. I feel like this is something that should last throughout time, even like. When I do leave UCF and stuff like that, like I would want this to be something that sticks because I do think it is very beneficial. Yeah. Um, and then when I came, when I was thinking about it at the time, I was just like, there isn't a lot. Of services that are given to women on campus, because I remember at the time when I was trying to piece it all together, at the time there was a lot of initiatives for our male students. Absolutely, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, and it's necessary, but there there wasn't an equal conversation to how how are we going to also because it it almost came to my mind, I it resonated in my mind as like the men. Um, need help so we're gonna service them the women are doing well so let them do well but it's like they still they they need support to continue to do well and so that's what I hope this does
0: it seems like when it comes to You know, the academics and you're comparing how um, women of color perform versus like, you know, men of color, whatever the case may be. Most of the time, you'll find that women are doing fine, that Mm -hmm. women are performing very well. But I think what we fail to realize is it's not their academics that they need assistance with. It's not those types of struggles all the time that they need assistance with. I'm not saying it's never, but for the most part, it's not. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's more of, you know other battles that we had not um, faced because we're so focused sometimes on our academics or even our family. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think, like, women tend to, like, put, like, a strong face forward, so then it's easy to, like, overlook them and be like, I see you're doing okay, but do you need help with anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It matters, that matters. Um, How can students sign up for the Establish Her Summit?
1: So if you see a flyer anywhere on campus, you could take a picture of the QR code and it'll take you to an Eventbrite link and you can register there. Um, you can go onto the MSC Instagram page, click on link in bio. It'll take you directly to the Eventbrite. You can log, type in Eventbrite. Okay. Establish her, 2020 Establish her, and they'll pop up. You can go onto the SJA website and sign up there. Okay. I tried to cover Every
0: everything. ground, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really easy to and find Facebook. on Eventbrite. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very easy to find on Eventbrite, too. So make sure that you go and register there if you have mm-hmm. not registered. And it's free. Free. F-R-E. To the E, and to the E. food is free. Oh. Everything you just have to show. Oh, them. okay. Do I have to be a college student only to come? Yes. Okay. So, college ladies, this is a free event for you. Great resource. There's going to be some amazing women there talking about empowerment tools, mm-hmm. talking about being an entrepreneur, talking about self-care, talking about mental um, mental health. health awareness. Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you for welcome. that. Um, what is next for you, My other question is, I see that you're very involved with Art of Collab. Yes. So, this is what I wanted to get to. Talk (laughs) to to us a little bit about Art of Collab, what that is, and how that came about.
1: So, actually, a high school friend of mine, Lafayette, we used to live across the street from each other. And a mutual friend, they came up with Art of Collab. Or they came to me with the idea of, like, we want to do something that bridges the gap of, like, the art community that is actually, like, very robust in Orlando. And kind of just... Make it seen. Build community. Do what we can to, in a sense, like be a bridge um, for them. And so, so Lafayette and Mariah came to me to be a part of the team. Okay. Um, and so that's how our niche formed. Um, and so our first pop up was in April of last year. Um, reach. We reached out to different artists in the community, caterers, photographers. Um, just like many people and we just had you know we charged at the door I think it was like $10 at the time and people just came in they got There was a um, spoken word, there was musicians playing, we had a DJ, we had food, we have art, uh, and they were able to also like sell their pieces or like sell their shirts and things like that. And it was just like a really good event, really good vibes. Like some of the people that were in the crowd, like they got up and like shared their own like spoken word or shared their own projects that they were working on and like wanting to link up with people in the room. And so it was really good and it kind of served the purpose of like what our mission that we're trying to fulfill is that's what's up okay then and then our second event was Rise the um outside art exhibit that we did for Eatonville's Founders Day um, and so that was an outdoor art exhibit just for like the families and their kids to like enjoy. We had activities for like um, children activities right. for the kids and again we had um, artists in the community just like showcase um, their pieces yeah. and right now we're working on a mural it's almost done okay. actually it, it pretty much is done it's just like final touches um, and so that was a great project that Mariah was able um to secure and so again we're working um with Eatonville and so in Eatonville there's a park called Elizabeth Park and so um we did an artist call for muralists, calligraphy artists and poets. Okay. And then we did a meetup and then we paired the artists, the muralists with the poet. And then they came up with like a theme for what so the front side of the wall is segmented into like five parts okay. and then the back wall is just a flat surface and so each artist was able to have like their own like section and do like their own theme that kind of... Um, Catered to what the theme is, and the theme is, again, found Rise, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um,
0: just to remind y'all, Edenville is a very important city in Florida. Um, it's a black township here um, in Florida, and it's not far from us. Um, I remember finding out about it back in 2000, and I think it was 15 when I moved here. I knew about Edenville just because of Zora Neale Hurston um, and her works, but I didn't know or realize how close I was to the actual city of Edenville, mm-hmm. and it's so inspiring to be able to go to a black township to to see it for yourself, to participate in activities, but for y'all to be having an event like, well, to be able to pour back into this city mm-hmm. and to have a mural, I think it's just, it's phenomenal. And it's a black township. Right. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Edenville. Zora Festival actually just happened here in um, Edenville as well this yeah. past weekend. Yep. Um, it was a series of events, not just the festival, but I love the <laughs> festival specifically. Um, why don't you do me a favor and mm-hmm. tell us how we can specifically um, catch up or follow up with Art of Collab.
1: Okay. So for Art of Collab, you can follow us on Instagram. That's where we are. I would say we're most active. Um, and that is o r l. so art like the word art A-R-T um, let me make sure I'm saying this right and if you have a chance to actually
0: go to um, Eatonville, yes. Florida to the park you can also see the mural for yourself
1: yes it's really nice so it's artofcollab C-O-L-L-A-B dot O-R-L okay. and it's the same on Facebook as well okay
0: mm-hmm. alright
1: so, what's next for Stephanie?
0: So, not article collab, not yeah. establish her. What's next for Steph,
1: though? Uh I feel like I do too much. I want to,
0: like, stop. <laughs> but what's Stephanie next? is being very... It's her fault that I actually know a lot more about, like, blogging and just kind of, like, some of the day-to-day stuff that happens with social media that I don't always keep up with. But shout-out to Stephanie for keeping me just... I feel like... At least up to par, enough.
1: Girl, you're doing to do what I need to do. Well.
0: Okay, that's what you say. But <laughs> I love your touch of artists. I love your blog. I, I am a little bit more consistent, but it's more of- like with the podcast. So, but you're doing some great things in the community that really mm-hmm. is going to impact your future as well. Um, I think doing things like this is just impactful, and I think. Community city leaders also see this mm-hmm. as well as your colleagues that work at the university. Yeah. So it's important to not only do things within the community that you work, that you, where you work, but also in the city of the community where you work as well. Right. Shout out to you for doing. So
1: that. what am I personally doing? Um, everyone's asking me that, especially since I graduated. Uh uh-huh. Like I'm just relaxing now. Like it just ended.
0: <laughs> know it. We um, can't let you rest
1: for too long. I know we can't. So. I' am so as she mentioned touch of August is a business that I started um so right now it's a candle company I do have hopes and dreams to like expand it into like a like lifestyle um, home type decor aestheticness yes you know, we gonna see her <laughs> in her room organized and decorating I don't know um, just- so but for right now it is candles um, so that's Touch of August. And so I do wanna get started on that. I have so many ideas of like fragrances and things like that, but it's just like honing in on like, okay, this is the set that I wanna start with and like move forward. Cause there's like so many options. And yeah. like, you wanna create everything at once. Um, so I do wanna um, get the ball like rolling on that and being like consistent and developing a, like, a plan for um, a plan for, like, distribution, I guess. Okay. Like, that makes sense. Um, what else? I do want to get my project management cert- certification. Um, would you do it through UCF? No, I would do it through PMI. Okay. Directly. It's okay. cheaper
0: okay okay good to (laughs) know this is why we talk to me about this okay that's what's up what do you think that that's going to do because I talk I actually hear people talk about certifications a lot Yeah. what do you think that certification would do for your career I
1: think it adds on to like the skill set that you already have Um, and I feel like as weird as it might sound like having paper to say that you know how to do something carries weight it matters it matters
0: just like them degrees (laughs) <laughs> it matters. Now, how can I keep in touch with
1: Stephanie? So you can keep in touch with me by following me on. You can follow me on Instagram. I don't. I like. I scroll through Facebook and I like scroll. I'm through not. A fa- yeah. I don't really do. Yeah. I don't
0: Facebook as much. I do tweet, but that's typically mm-hmm. only when live things are happening. Only. Um. But Instagram has become the go-to. Yeah. And IG is the go-to. It yeah. Really is. Without a doubt. So just Stephanie dot Alexia. You can follow her there. Plus, we're going to be tagging her as well once we post this official um, episode as well. All right? And, of course, you're going to have a, time, a chance to recap here a little bit later on in the show. Okay. All right? Okay? You ready to kind of get into these Hype Squad Chronicles? Yes. You ready? Okay, we got to get some advice. Now, Hype Squad Chronicles, y'all, is our advice column where we basically take a question or a concern or a topic submitted by the Hype Squad and we discuss it on the show. Now, this question was submitted by Rhea from the University of Central Florida. It says, I was speaking— Oh, you put her name out. I was speaking— Speaking with my friend at Convocation about the importance of networking and being involved. Are there any <laughs> events on the UCF campus that will allow me to network and get to know other college women my age? If so, hmm. how can I okay. sign up?
1: <laughs> okay. I, for a second, I was like, wait, but you just said her name. I don't know what going to be. Oh, my
0: goodness. Don't worry, Rhea. We're Ooh. just talking a little bit about um, your networking.
1: Well, definitely come to the Establisher Summit. Um, So, the Establisher Summit consists of two days. Friday, February the 7th, which is this Friday, Um, there's a networking session. So, that would be a great opportunity. It's at 5 p.m. in the Key West Ballroom. We're going to have different organizations, UCF offices, and also community organizations I'm really excited Um, that Woman on the Rise is going to be there really and so that's really great Um, and so that's the great that's a good first step and then also come to the second day because throughout like the breakout sessions that's another opportunity to meet more women Throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, throughout the day. Um, And I will say that um,
0: last year, definitely on that Friday night and that Saturday, was very beneficial. The Friday night, I got a chance to really talk to many of the vendors and people mm. who were there in um, detail. And then on that Saturday, I really got a chance to just meet some great women and ask them questions in detail. Yeah. I like intimate events like this because it really allows you to really get to know people and to actually have time to sit and speak to them without feeling like there's a crowd of people trying to take pictures with them or ask them a whole lot of questions. So this is the intimate setting to do it in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then there's so many, like, women-oriented, like, RSOs on campus. And so, like, definitely look out to them as well. MSC has a host of organizations as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Who do we have? We have... Sisters, sisters We have you um, been Shout out to NTNW Um I don't I don't I don't recall if BFDC is on our lineup But they're I love working Black with Female them Female Development Circle Um Shout out to BFDC There's Um Women Everywhere Mhm. There is there's also there's so many. There's also the website where you can also yeah, check out all of the different to organizations to join.
0: <laughs> Feel free to um hit up Night Connect. Um you can also look at MSC's website. Yeah. Um, and we and MSC's list. website does have a list um of so organizations house, that you can join. Yeah. And also just as a reminder, if you look at all the organizations and you say, Listen, boo. Nothing on this list attracts me. Well, you only need you and a couple of more friends, and you can start your own st- student organization. You do gotta get come together with like a constitution. But um, the truth if they'll, is, they'll if, train if you there is something, it, if there's like something them. that you want here that's not here, they'll, they'll train you. Yeah, they'll, they they'll let you know. They got process you. yes right and if you have a question or need advice or just have a topic that you'd like for us to discuss on the show be sure to DM us on IG or Twitter at Late Night Hype and that's Night with Okay. now let's jump into this entertainment news thank you so much I see you Keish. I see you alright that's my co-worker from where we used to work at Sunny together I see you yes and then my classmate was on here Andreas I see you as well thank you so much for tuning in we definitely appreciate it y'all we're gonna get into this entertainment news so if you got something to say be sure to drop a line down at the bottom alright so you ready yeah, we're going to start. I'm going to start out with Rihanna. I, I'm going to start out with okay. Rihanna so I don't start too heavy with Kobe, right? I'm going to start out with Rihanna. She's going to be receiving the NAACP Image Award. Congratulations to her. Um, She's going to get it at the 52nd annual NAACP Image Ugh. at the 57. 52nd. <laughs> at the 52nd. At the 52nd. NAACP Image Award. It's the President's Award that she's actually going to be receiving. It is actually going to be televised this year for the first time on BET, according to BET and BlackAmericaWeb.com. Previous recipients of the award include, of course, who? Jay-Z, Muhammad Ali, Jesse Jackson, and even Condoleezza Rice. The article goes on to remind us of some of Rihanna's accomplishments. She's a nine-time Grammy winner who launched her own fashion line last year. She also has a lingerie line, Savage x Fenty, that debuted in 2018. Congrats again, Rihanna, on not only your award, but also for tapping celebrities like Normani and also Reggie Carter as Savage Fenty Ambassadors. So, congrats again. And, of course, um, talking a little bit, did I spit in your eye? What's no. Up? You know how, like, I your, have your guests ever already. come on and, <laughs> and they do something and you're like, was it me? So I just, you know, I be forgetting me on live sometimes, so I'm just making sure I didn't spit in the eye or something, you know. Um, Kobe Bryant. Um, Of course, last month, the world was hit hard with the death of the retired um, NBA superstar Kobe Bryant. He and eight others, including his daughter Gia, was involved in a fatal helicopter crash that took the lives of all that was on board. According to CNN, the helicopter pilot told air traffic control he was climbing to avoid a cloud layer. The -hmm. crash impact broke the helicopter in pieces, creating a debris field stretching about 500 to 600 feet. Kobe is known for his remarkable scoring ability. His turnaround jumper um, was nearly unstoppable and his championship pedigree, according to reports. The overwhelming emotions um, from all over only reflects the impact that Kobe and those involved had on the lives of so many. Several NBA stars paid tribute to Kobe by just customizing their sneakers with messages about um, the Black Mamba. And we can expect some sort of a um, memorial service probably um, in the near week or two. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So rest in peace, Kobe, and all those who were in the helicopter crash. Um, the Black Faculty and Staff Association had a celebration, yes. and it happened on Monday. Was that yesterday? That was yesterday yes, morning. It was, it was wild. <laughs> the 26th annual Joseph C. Andrews Mentoring Celebration was held on February 3rd and was presented by the UCF Black Faculty and Staff Association and also Onyx Magazine. Um, the event that was really cool featured. Yeah, it was cool. I was present. Yes. Okay, for the partnership. Right. that um, O'Brien was the sp- speaker for the event, and she talked about mentoring and the importance of mentorship. Special shout-out to all the Black Faculty and Staff Association um, recipients, including um, Shonra Johnson. Say it again. Shania. I'm so sorry. Shanira so Johnson. She received the Dr. Cheryl Green Service Scholarship. Savon Cromedy, he received the Dr. T. Collins Scholarship. Asia Lurie received the Mentee of the Year. Jeremy Jones, shout-out to Jay <laughs> Jones, Mentor of the Year. I'm coming to be mentored. I just want you to know Jeremy, um, you the mentor of the year. So who else to learn better from than the mentor of the year? And Sivon, congratulations Jeremy again. He's on the MSC board. Oh, and Savon actually came on the show with Jeremy. Oh, okay. When he came on as well. So yes, yeah, Savon. And I think I follow you on the gram. Be nice. Be good. Be good on oh. the gram. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anaya Barclay, congratulations to her. She received the past president's <laughs> legacy scholarship. So mm-hmm. shout out to all of those who um, are scholarship recipients. It's my understanding that there is some sort of a financial something that comes along with that. So mm-hmm. they really will get a scholarship. Now, Jeremy, I don't know if you're the mentor, if you're going to get nothing, but I will say that um, it's, I know I joke around a lot, but I just want to say commend you for your award and thank you for all you do for the students on campus. I think that it just shows when it comes to this award, but also it's impactful in how the students talk and speak about you so shout out to Jeremy Jones for mentor of the year and the establish her summit it's a one of a kind summit don't let me try to explain it go as on, a, go ahead. <laughs> it's a one of a kind summit that utilizes the talents and skills from women hailing from an array of academic and professional fields the summit really provides an environment for college women to gather information and resources in areas of self care personal growth and professional development I will be serving as the mistress of ceremonies at the event um, February the 8th and if you're signed up for our newsletter, no worries. It will also be included. Remember, you can also go to Eventbrite, and if you look for Establish Her Summit, then the event will pop up, and you can also sign up there. Remember, it's free. College girls, it is free. There's also going to be free food, and also opportunities for you to network as well. Yes, yes. Anything else to
1: add? We have a photo booth this year. (laughs) Photo booth? Yeah.
0: I might take a couple pictures, <laughs> but I need to get up in the booth. Um, Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know if you was into the Super Bowl on Sunday, but I did. I did watch the... Um... You watch Halftime? Yeah, I watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I just want you to know I went to sleep because I didn't watch none of the games. So, I did all of that prep. I mean, I did food. We did nachos, me, me and my roommate, and then the next thing you know, I went to sleep for the game. So, as a reminder to those who don't know, based off the research that I um, found, the 2020 Super Bowl was held in Miami, Florida this year... The the game was between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, and Kansas City won the game by 11 points, bringing the final score to 20-31. to 31. Demi Lovato did sing the national anthem, while our Latina sisters Jennifer Lopez and Shakira showed out during the NFL Super Bowl halftime show. Now, while the show received raving reviews, Lopez was called out for deleting her post that stated, other people can try to build walls, keep us out, or put us in cages. We are proud to recognize that all of us together are what makes this beautiful country truly great. Sports Illustrated it confirmed that the halftime show received the highest higher ratings than the game, which I don't think I feel that like we that's expected. Yes, yeah, it happens so often. It happens so often. Um, in case you were wondering what Colin Kaepernick was doing, um, he was actually pictured seen giving back and serving the community at the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture in Harlem. He didn't stop there, according to the report. He then left and went to the SCO Family Shelter in Jamaica, Queens, where he teamed up with Eric Reid in 100 suits for 100 men. Colin believes he was blackballed from the NFL after um, starting his kneeling demonstration back in 2016. (sighs) And just to end NFL football stuff on a positive note, on Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs took home their of course, first Super Bowl trophy in 50 years, but defensive tackle his name is Derek Nottie. He decided to celebrate in a very selfless selfless and sweet way. According to CBS News, in addition to making confetti angels after their win, Nottie paid off the adoption fees of every dog at every KC pet project location. Nottie reportedly had a season-long partnership with the organization where he paid the adoption fee for a dog every time the Chiefs won a game. And according to the PC Pet KC excuse me pet project every dog he supported following his win more than 100 available dogs in our care will have their adoption fee sponsored starting today okay Derek, and congrats again on the big win so yeah
1: yeah doing stuff doing good things. things
0: positive things are happening they are happening including murals that are being done in edenville florida Now, I don't know if you heard about this Texas student who was told basically he couldn't graduate because of his dreads. He couldn't walk because... Walk? Yeah, he wouldn't be able to walk unless he cut his dreads. He would not be able to walk unless he cut his dreads. Well, guess what? He has been invited to the Oscars by Gabrielle Union and, of course, former Miami Heat shooting guard Dwayne Wade. High school student, his name is DeAndre Arnold. He's a Houston area teen whose high school officials told him that he wouldn't graduate if he did not cut his dreadlocks. Well, he's now going to the Oscars. Not only that, but earlier in the week, The Ellen Show and pianist and songstress Alicia Keys awarded Arnold with a $20,000 scholarship toward his college education. So shout out to this student. And it just kind of goes to show you that, you know, you can be who you are. Mm -hmm. um, And you shouldn't have to cut your hair to graduate. Like, what's that about? Really, really, really. Yeah. To, it's a form of expression. So shout out to him. Um, also, I just wanted to, it's Black History Month. I just wanted to remind you that there are three black-owned restaurants that I personally would recommend in Orlando because I've gone. Um, it will be Dajan Eats. It's a vegan um, restaurant in Edenville, Florida. I've gone there more than a couple of times. Nikki's Place is a soul food restaurant on 742 Carter Street. And then Chef Eddie's is downtown Orlando. It's a great soul food restaurant um, as well. Hey, Leanne. I see you, Leanne. Thank you so much. Leanne has been on the show, darling. How are you? good to see you my cousin Hannah thank you so much for tuning in from Texas baby all the way um but those are three black owned restaurants that I would I would recommend any from you You wanna say that I maybe I didn't say that I missed somebody
1: oh uh, you know I'm not good at being on the spot I, I know right waiting. I'm sorry There's there's I pass these three all the time. I actually haven't been to Dejan Eats yet. You got to go. need to because I've been in the community so go. much. You got. I know
0: she's been doing. Well, she's been so busy working and serving the community that she hasn't had time to be served. So <laughs> if you want to go together, we're, you're more than welcome. We can go mm-hmm. together and let's plan a date. I also like the fact that I feel like Dejan Eats really has like a coffee shop kind of a yeah. feel. It's not a coffee shop. Let's not say that, but it has a very coffee shop kind of um kind of a feel. So yeah. Hey, Brianna, thank you for tuning in anything Black History Month yeah yes let's talk about some of the (laughs) Black History Month well our whole thing was black
1: so we just right so for Black History Month what do we have what do we have so MSC the events that MSC are doing so we just had the opening which also has Solo that O'Brien shout out to Solo Um, we are doing an event on Monday called Living in Color and it's a, um, a conversation about um Black LGBTQ folks here on campus. Um, What else do we have coming up? We have a Black Professionals panel that's coming up towards the end of the month. And then we have our closing, which is gonna be like a block party-style closing event. That's all I can think, and then we have the Love Gala Oh. Um, and so we're working on bringing in a speaker, okay. a very popular like YouTube. I don't know if I can like say her name. Okay, don't like, say it. Like, wait we're to the contract working, is signed, you yeah, We got to wait we're till the contract on the signs. contract okay. and stuff like that, but once that's announced, I think people are going to like be excited cuz she's okay. gorgeous and she's like just on point. Okay. I've been following her since like forever on YouTube, so I'm really excited if we're, if once that. Now you making me want to be like the dunce something <laughs> hint something um, what else but the calendar for black history month is so full um, BSU is doing an event called the darkest hour okay and that's I actually on- had um,
0: what you call it on a show and he did a very good oh gosh it turned off but he did a very good job of talking to us a little bit about um, what was going on on February 20th
1: mm, yeah mm-hmm. and that's that, that's the darkest hour Um, what else Tea with Mary just happened that was on Um, Sunday yeah yeah. and if you're if you want a calendar come into the SJA lounge in Student Union 207 and we have Black History Month calendars printed that includes all the other events that all the other um, RSOs are putting together
0: okay okay I'm excited about Black History Month (laughs) I love it Um, anything else
1: before we
0: get into the late night hype updates
1: if you have an event that's going on during Black History Month and you weren't able to um, submit it in time to like meet the printer calendar, just send it to us. And so that way we can still help promote your event for the month. Okay. All right. That's nice. Um, so if you have an event that you'd like to
0: um, be added to the public not necessarily on the calendar because yeah, you missed like that date share but they'll the share Instagram, it on social media on Facebook, yeah. yeah and we're gonna be sharing all of their stuff as well on our um, Instagram too alright so in terms of before we let you go I gotta give you a couple of announcements. We apologize, but the open mic night that was set for January the 30th was canceled. We will keep you posted on other open mic night events. And be sure to leave us a review. We are now on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, PocketCast, and almost anywhere where podcasts are played. Whichever platform you're used to listening to, be sure to leave us a review and let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. And thank you again to our guest, Stephanie. I appreciate you coming. Thanks for gracing us with your presence. I know it can be hard to... To, you know, be at work all day and then leave work in order to come to do something extra. So, I appreciate you for that, and Thank I don't take you it for, for granted. Having. No problem. Why don't you remind our audience how they
1: can get in touch with either you or maybe MSC? So, MSC, you can follow us on Facebook, search Multicultural Student Center UCF, on Instagram, it's MSC okay. underscore UCF, um, Artica Lab, that's art of collab.orl and then for my personal that's stephanie.alexia
0: follow her <laughs> a touch of august
1: yes and a touch of august yes well in her
0: bio you'll be able to see the yeah. touch of august I like the way your bio stuff instead of it's simple it's to the point my stuff is just got too much okay Um, with that being said thank you again stephanie for coming on and for letting me um just basically pick your brain Um, I want to end with a quote of the day y'all my goal in life My goal is to live my life as a more awakened, vibrant, alive human being. My prayer is not to let any moment pass without my acknowledgement and full experience of it. In order to do that, I've got to practice. Mm -hmm. Oprah. Remember, you can catch us weekdays this spring semester every Tuesday night. And thank you for your continuous support since our March 2016 debut. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter using the social media handle Late Night Hype. And tune in next time for another episode of Late Night Hype. Good night. <laughs>